Praise God for that nice song. It's so good to be with you again. Church, I want to tell you the truth that uh, I really miss my wife. I miss my kids. But I know in this church today, God has given me a family in this church today. My brothers and sisters are here. My mothers and my fathers are here, except my wife and my kids. You know, and I wonder today, if you can make me feel home. In Malawi, before a pastor preaches God's word, he takes his Bible and goes forward. And he says something in a loud voice. He said, hallelujah. And the whole church, in a loud voice, they say, amen. And I wonder today, church, if you can do that for me. Can you do that for me? Can you do that for me? All right, on the count of three, so when I say hallelujah, I want the whole church in a loud voice to say amen. On the count of three, one, two. Are you going to do that? Okay, three. Hallelujah. No, I didn't hear that one. I'll try it again. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Open your Bibles in the book of Nehemiah chapter one. Nehemiah chapter one from verse one up to five. The ways of Nehemiah, the son of Hecariah. It came to pass in the month of Shislev, in the 20th year, as I was in Shushan of the citadel, that hen and one of my brethren come with men from Judah, and I asked them concerning the Jews who had escaped, who had survived the captivity, and concerning Jerusalem. And verse 3, the Bible says, and they say to me, the survivors who are left from the captivity in the province are there in great distress and approach. The walls of Jerusalem is also blocking down, and its gates are burned with fire. So it was when I heard these words that I sat down and wept and mourned for many days. I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. And I said, I pray, Lord God of heaven, O great and awesome Lord God, you who keep your covenant and mercy with those who love you and observe your commandments. And Nehemiah chapter 2 from verse 4, from verse, uh, chapter 2 from verse 4 up to 9. Then the king said to me, what do you, what do you request? So I prayed to the God of heaven and I say to the king if it pleases the king and if your servant has found favor in your sight I ask that you send me to Judah to the city of my father's tomb that I may rebuild it then the king said to me the queen also sitting beside him how long will your journey be and when we will, when will you return so it pleased the king to send me I said him a time furthermore I said to the king if it pleases king let the letters be given uh, to me for the governance they must permit me to pass through till I come to Judah and then just jump to verse 9 then I went to the governors in the region beyond the river and gave them the king's letter. Now the kings had set captains of the army and horsemen with me. You know, my title of my message this afternoon is about the road to abundant life. Most of the life people have is just nice. A nice life is comfortable. A life which is, a life which is smooth. A nice life is life without stress. Church, I want to tell you, nice is just nice. I remember many times when I'm preaching God's word in Malawi. I hear people, they say, it, is, it could be nice if we had a church building. It would be nice if we could have bicycles so that we don't need to travel walking 50 kilometers on a foot. We can ride on our Bible. Is it, would it be nice if we can have the copy of God's word? But I always tell these people that although you don't have Bibles, although you don't have bicycles, although you don't have a building, but you can still have an abundant life in Jesus Christ. You know, an abundant life does not come from the things we have. Abundant life does not come from the things we don't have. An abundant life comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, it is nice to have a nice home. It is nice to have a nice car. It is nice to have um, good things. Would it not be nice if all of us who came to this church today were driving excellent Cutler? 
it is nice. Would it not be nice if all of us in this church today we are driving Mercedes-Benz? It is nice. Would it not be nice all of us in this church had one million dollars in our bank accounts? It is nice. But I want to tell you that a nice life does not come from the good things that we have. A nice life does not come from the possession that we have. The nice life I'm talking about comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. The abundant life comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. Most of the things we have, these things, they are nice, but they are not abundant. You know, the Bible says in the book of John, chapter 10 from verse 10, it is saying, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and they may have it more abundantly. Most of the things that we have in this world, most of the possession that we have this, in this world are like a thief that they are there to destroy, to steal, to kill the possibility of us having an abundant life in Jesus Christ. You know, Nehemiah had a good job in Citadel of Sushan. Nehemiah had a good home. Nehemiah had good children. Nehemiah had good clothes. But he moved from a nice life to an abundant life. That's what the Bible says. We need to move from that nice life to abundant life. Let's read from the book of Nehemiah chapter 1 from verse 2. The Bible says... That Hanan, one of my brethren, came with men from Judah, and I asked them concerning the Jews who, was, who had escaped, who had survived the captivity, and concerning Jerusalem. You see, the Bible says that Hanan and some brothers from Judah, they came to Nehemiah. Do we see here Nehemiah saying, hey, have a nice day, it was nice meeting you? That's not what Nehemiah did. Nehemiah said, according to the Bible, it says from this, then one of my brethren came with men from Jude, and I asked them about my brothers. I asked them about the walls of Jerusalem. I asked them about the things which is happening in my home country. You know, an abundant life begins when you start asking about other people. An abundant life begins when you start showing interest in other people. Many times we want to tell people how we feel. We want to tell people what's going on in our life. We want to tell people about our home, our new job. It is nice to do that, but it's not abundant. An abundant life, it's when you start asking about other people. You know, when you woke up from bed, before you tell your wife or your husband the nice dream that you had. Maybe you were dreaming on South African airways coming to Malawi to see my beautiful face. But before you tell that to your wife, you need to ask them how they are doing. That's what we're talking about. An abundant life, it's when you start asking about other people. An abundant life is when you start showing interest in other people. Many times, we want to tell people how we feel. It is nice, but it's not abundant. You know, church, we must remove our eyes on our belly button and go beyond our richer world and start asking about other people. The Bible says in the book of Philippians, chapter 2 from verse 4, let each of you look out not only for his own interest, but to the interest of other people. You know, an abundant life begins when you start asking about other people. Nehemiah said, I asked them about the people in Jerusalem. I asked them about my brothers. I asked them about the wars of Jerusalem. An abundant life begins when you start asking about other people. And then on verse 3, the Bible says, and they say to me, the survivors who are left from the captivity in the province, they are there in great distress and reproach. The walls of Jerusalem is broken down and its gate are burned with fire. You know, Nehemiah did not just ask about other people. Do we see what Nehemiah is doing? He listened. 
to other people. You know, there are some people who can ask you good questions, but really, they don't care what you, they don't want to listen to you. An abundant life is when you ask about other people and then you what? You listen to them too. You listen to other people. This has happened to me many times in Malawi. Sometimes I'm doing something, I'm very busy. And my wife calls me daddy. She calls me daddy. I don't know what your wife calls you. Maybe you tell me after the service how, what your wife calls you. But my wife calls me daddy. So I'm doing something and she calls me daddy. I'm going to the market. I say, okay, have a nice day. And then I continue doing my things. And after five, ten minutes, and then I start asking, where is my wife? She told me that she's going to the market. You know what, I was, what was happening? I was hearing, but I was not what? Listening. You know, many times we, we just want, we can just ask, but we don't want to listen to the people. An abundant life, it begins when you ask and then you what? You listen to other people. Listen to what the Bible says on verse 3. The Bible says, and they say to me, the survivors who are left from the captivity in the province are there in great distress and reproach. The walls of Jerusalem is broken down and its gates are burned with fire. I want to tell you something. The world today, America has broken walls. America has broken doors. America is in a great disgrace. They need believers, you and me, to listen to them. There are many people crying out right now in Malawi, Africa, crying out in Mozambique, Zimbabwe, Russia. They need the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. People are not listening. America is in a great distress. America has broken walls. They need the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. We need to listen. Nehemiah said, I asked about them. But number two, I listened. An abundant life begins when you start asking and then you're listening. There are many people, maybe it's your neighbor, right now is crying out, but maybe we are not just listening. Many people right now, they need Jesus Christ. I say you, I tell you that America does not need a financial bailout. Malawi does not need anything. The world needs Jesus Christ. That's what the world needs. But people are not listening. You know, they are just asking about Malawi. Maybe they are just asking about America, but they are not listening. We need to listen, church. An abundant life begins when you start asking and then you listen to other people. And then the Bible says on verse 4, um, from Nehemiah chapter 1, from verse 4. So it was when I heard this words that I sat down and wept and mourned for many days. I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. You know, Nehemiah, he asked. An abundant life begins when you start asking. And then you go to listening. But number three, an abundant life is you start feeling about other people. The Bible says, Nehemiah said, I wept, I cried. You know, an abundant life is when you feel about other people. You know, an abundant life begins with knowledge, but it goes through your heart. You Nehemiah, he wept, he cried. We need to, to, to feel for other people's situation. We need to feel for those people who are, who are in difficult situation right now. Those people who are sick. We need to feel for other people's problems. We need to feel for the lost. We need to feel for the hungry. An abundant life begins when you start asking you listen and then you feel for other people. You feel their situation. You feel their difficult times they are going through. Nehemiah said, I wept and I cried. On verse 4, on the same verse, the Bible says, so, I, so it was when I heard these words that I sat down and wept and mourned for many days. I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. You know, Nehemiah, he was feeling for other people. But number four, Nehemiah, he prayed. 
An abundant life is when we pray for other people too. You know, it's easy to pray for ourselves. It's easy to pray for the needs that we are going through. It is easy to pray for our wife. It is easy to pray for our kids. But an abundant life, it's when you start praying for other people. When we start praying, then we need to pray for the world. We need to pray for our presidency. We need to pray for our city. We need to pray for our pastors. We need to pray for the world. Nehemiah, he said, I asked about them. Then he listened. He wept. He felt for others. And number four, he prayed. An abundant life is when you pray for other people. And listen on verse up. On chapter 2, on chapter 2 from verse 4, that the king said to me, what do you request? So I prayed to the God of heaven. I said to the king, if it pleases the king, and if you are, your servant has found favor in your sight, I ask that you send me to Judah, to the city of my father's tomb, that I may rebuild it. Then the king said to me, the, the queen was so sitting beside him, how long will your journey be? And when we will return? So it pleases the king to send me. And I said, a time. And I said, a time. You know, Nehemiah, he started by asking and then he listened and then he failed for others. He prayed. But you know what, Nehemiah? He planned. You know, sometimes I hear people, they say, I am praying for my friend who does not know the Lord Jesus Christ. And then next time I visit him, he say, I'm praying for my friend who does not know the Lord Jesus Christ. But they're just praying, but they're not planning. You know, when you pray, you need an action. You know, an abundant life, it starts with asking, listening, feeling for others, pray, but you don't stop on praying. You make a plan. You need to make a plan. You need to take action. We need action. If you are praying for somebody who does not know the Lord Jesus, make a plan to reach those people. Make a plan to reach the world. An abundant life is you start making a plan. Nehemiah said, I set a time. Do you know that many people, they pray, but they fail to plan. An abundant life, it begins with asking and then listening and then feeding for other people. You pray for other people and then you make a plan. You take action. You say, I set a time. Are we making plans to reach the roast? Are we making plans to reach our neighbor who does not know the Lord Jesus Christ? Or are we just praying? An abundant life does not stop on praying. You make a what? A plan. We need to go and reach the world. And the Bible says on, on the last verse, on chapter 2 of Nehemiah, from verse 9, Then I went. Then I went to the governors in the region. You see, Nehemiah, he said, he started by asking. He Then he listened. He Then he felt for others. He prayed. He made a plan. What Nehemiah is doing now? He went. You know, there are many people who do not know the Lord Jesus Christ. Maybe it's your neighbor who do not know the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to go out and preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to go to Washington, D.C. We need to go to New York. We need to go to Russia. We need to go to Malawi and preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says in the book of Matthew 28, Go ye into all the world and make the disciples of all nations. So Nehemiah said, I went. Most of us today, we need to take our feet. We need to rise up and go and preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Nehemiah said, I went. An abundant life begins when you ask, you listen, you feel, you pray, you plan. The last thing is what? Go and preach the gospel. People need the Lord Jesus Christ. Nehemiah 
was living a nice life at Citadel. Nehemiah was living a good life, but he moved from an abundant life, from a nice life to abundant life. So I went from secure to insecure. I went from where God is important to where God is essential. I went from little stress to loss of stress, loss of battles, but loss of victories. So I went from a nice life to abundant life. I don't know what God is telling you today. Ask, listen, feel, pray, plan, and go. But I know one thing that God wants to change your life today. Are you ready to ask? Are you ready to listen? Are you ready to feel for others? Are you ready to pray more? Are you ready to plan? Are you ready to go? Maybe you're here today say, God, I want to be like Nehemiah. I want to move from a nice life to abundant life. In a nice life, you have a nice job, but in abundant life, you have a partner. Are you ready for that? Let's bow our heads this afternoon. Maybe you're here and you say, I want to follow that road. I want to have an abundant life in my life. I want to do more. I know in this church, I have seen your pastor, I've spoken to your pastor. You preach the gospel. You, you are caring for the orphans in this church in Malawi. You are caring for the widows here in this church of fellowship and even in Malawi. But I want to tell you, we can still do more. We can still do more. And you're here today and say, I want to do more for the Lord. Just raise up your hand. I want to pray with you. Say, I want to do more for the Lord. Raise up your hand. I want to pray with you. Thank you. Let's pray. Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I want to say thank you for the people who have raised their hand this afternoon and say that they want to ask more, listen more, feel more, pray more, plan more, and go and press the gospel of our Lord Jesus Lord, sometimes it's very hard, Lord, to ask. Sometimes it's very hard to listen. But I pray in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, the name which is above all names, that, Lord, you're going to give them grace. You're going to strengthen them, Lord. As your words say, that my strength does not come from me. My strength comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray for these people, even myself, that, Lord, you strengthen me. I'll ask more, I'll listen more, I'll feel, pray, plan, and go and preach the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, Paul said, woe unto me if I don't preach the gospel. I pray that the spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ will strengthen us. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. May God bless you.